With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, December 4th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. It is really getting to be crunch time on the year, and you will only have a few weeks left to make a meaningful impact on your year-end tax and financial planning. So two things to remember. Number one, we have a website. It's called jillonmoney.com, and when you get there and you need a little end-of-year help, just click the contact us button. Alternatively, and maybe not even alternatively, and you can also join us for a live webinar the day after tomorrow, Wednesday, the 6th. We are having a webinar that will be focused on tax and financial year-end planning. We will be joined by Daniel Forbes. He's a guy that I trained myself, and he is a certified financial planner. He's so smart. We're going to be doing this real deep dive into year-end moves that you could potentially make. You can only join that webinar if you're a subscriber to the Jill on Money live service. This is where you have access to quarterly live webinars like the one we're having this week and also a lot of cool video content, extra content that we put up behind a paywall. The paywall is not that high up a wall. It's only 35 bucks for the year. So I encourage you to join us and please, please, if you're interested in coming to join the webinar, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a good time. So check that out. All right. Now, let us get to you. Today, we are joined by Nicole, who is on the line from Texas. Hi, Nicole. How are you? What can we do for you today? Good morning, friends. I have um, a little bit of a situation. I have been left some money market accounts, and I am not quite sure how to invest those. So I was hoping that you guys might be able to give me some guidance into what might be best. These are going to be long-term accounts, nothing that's being pulled out soon. Uh, So something that can possibly grow over time. Great. Okay, Nicole, how old are you? I am 41. Okay. And you inherited these accounts or what? How did how did you come upon these accounts? Well, I recently was divorced and the money market accounts were there for my children. So they are investments for my children's college future. Okay. And I'm just not real sure as to how invest them the okay. best. How old are the kids? The kids are eight and 10. Okay. Are you working full time right now? Yes, ma'am. How much do you earn? I earn about 160 Great. per year. And are you putting money into a retirement account? I am. It's right now, It's I've got a small 401k from previous jobs. Um, and then I just have the rest of it in a savings account sitting. How much are you putting into the retirement account now? Well, it's a carryover and it had around 90000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now it has around thirty. Is this part of the divorce? You had to give up a piece of that? These, this is my leftover account from his adve- investment advice. Uh, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yes. And ma'am. are you putting a per- certain percentage of your salary, like pre-tax or post-tax, in this four hundred one k or in any retirement account, or is all of your money that you're saving going into the bank? Going into the bank. Okay. Got it. And do you have a retirement plan available to you, Nicole? 
I do. Yes, ma'am. Um, I just needed a year to catch up. Mm-hmm. Finance, um, and so I plan on putting 3% into that as of 2024. Okay. So let's go through some of the money that you have. So how much money's in the bank? I currently have 60000 in the bank, and mm-hmm. then my children have 8000 and 10000 That's in their names, like in a savings account, or is that the money market accounts that you were talking about? Those are the money market accounts, but I have access to, to those accounts at any time. I got you. And then um, in the actual market, those are through Ameritrade accounts, and they both have 12 in there. Okay. And those are just like custodial accounts for them? Is that how they are? Are they 529 accounts? They are 529 accounts. Okay. Are you making active contributions to those or is this still like, okay, I just got to get settled. I just got divorced and like now you're ready to start again. Yes, I'm ready to start again. We um, have not added money to their Ameritrade accounts over the last six months. So that 12 has just been kind of sitting. That's okay, right? I mean, like as long as it's it's fine. It's not it's not losing money. Yeah. Um, And then I also have another. Well, I guess I have the, the the one that I told you about that's just in random random stocks that I definitely need help with. <laughs> that's which one? The 401k or is that? That is, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it's transferred to Ameritrade as well. And that's an IRA now, I presume. Yes, ma'am. An IRA rollover. Okay, great. When you're looking at just your cash flow right now, you guys live in a house. Do you own, do you own a house or do you uh, rent right now? We own our home. How much is that house worth? Around 800 Wow. Holy moly. And you own that outright now that you're divorced? I do own it outright now that I'm divorced, and we owe, or I owe, 158 Oh, it. that's it? That's great. What's the interest rate on it? 2.11. Don't make extra payments on that. Do yes. not make extra payments on that. Promise? I promise, and it is on a 10-year note, and I owe eight, eight years. So my daughter will be 18 when the house is paid off, which will be not. Wow. Okay. Now here's some more questions for you. I'm sure that this has been like all dislocating and divorce is very hard. So now as the dust settles, tell me how is your cash flow? Like you make a lot of money. 160,000 is a lot of money. You don't have massive uh, mortgage, but you know, you're on a 10 year schedule. So you probably have a decent payment amount, but how do you feel every month now on $160,000 a year salary? Well, part of it, um, part of my salary is commission-based. Mm-hmm. I get paid out quarterly. So the until I get, I get basically like a lump of, you know, lump of money at mm-hmm. the end of the third month. Um, that's kind of when things get interesting because I'm like, okay, I have this large sum of money. Uh, what do I, what do I do with it? I see. So, you know, the, the, day-to-day expenses without the commission. Is it hard? Like, yes, it's, it's definitely hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to, my, I basically switched to a competitor. Mm -hmm. I work in healthcare and I was formally paid out monthly. Mm -hmm. Um, so it has definitely been an adjustment to go to a quarterly plan. Mm -hmm. So though, until I get those checks, the, the months are fairly tight. Right. It's like the first 45 days after it's probably fine. And then waiting the next 45 days is like hanging on. But that's probably why having a chunk of money in the bank is good for you. Very much so. It it is. Yes. Because I have been able to pull from that from time to time when when things are needed. What do you think you need 
on a monthly basis, even though you get paid quarterly. But what it, what's what do you think your basic expenses are for you know a month? Probably around six thousand. So I mean, you should be okay as long as we, as long as you have that money to pull from. I guess the other thing is that you know you have this nice cushion in the bank. Is that in a high yielding account or is it getting zero percent? I think I earn about a hundred dollars a month on it, so no. <laughs> okay. Because one thing that we could do with some of the money, like I don't want to leave you with no money. You need money that is safety net money, especially when anyone listening, if you have variable income, if you're a commission-based person, it is vitally important that you have access to your money. However, just given what you're telling me about like the, the cadence of the money that comes in, you know. You could potentially say like, oh, I'm going to have a, a three-month CD, a six-month CD, and a 12-month CD. You, you can put a chunk of money away in these CDs, which are going to get you 4 or 5% at this point, and, which I would do. You know, So you should contact your bank and just say, like, I would make sure that I have at least $25,000 in the account. But I would take the other 35000 and say, let me throw some money in a CD. So what I would do is I would get a six month CD for, so you have, we're talking about 35 grand. So I would say, you know, for six months, I would put 15 grand in a six month CD. And then I would put, you know, the other 20 grand in a nine month CD and just like, let it be. Okay. Just in case. Right. So that's all you would do with the bank account money for the money that's in the kids names, the two money markets. Should we just put that? How old are the kids? You said eight and 10. Are they both college bound kind of kids, you think? I do think so. Okay. So why not just take the money that's in those money market accounts and put it in the 529 accounts? Right now, they each have an account with Ameritrade, right? Yes. Okay. So you can put the money goes from, you know, one, each just move from one account to another. And now they've got the money or you've got whatever the 20 and one, you know, 18, 20, $22,000 in the other. And now that's done. So you want to have two accounts opened, one for each child in the Texas 529 account. Okay. That is where all of the money for college should go. These 529 plans are so easy and the investments are even easier because you can just take what's called an age-based portfolio. So so let's say you got an eight-year-old. So here's an eight-year-old and it can be like some stocks, some bonds. And as the kid gets older, the mix starts to change a little bit. But this is what you should be doing. You should be using 529 accounts for the money. It's better for you tax-wise and it'll be easier for you to manage. Just absolutely much easier for you to manage. And I don't see why we would do anything but that. Now, the last thing that you talked about is the money that you had in an IRA rollover account, which was the the 401k, the $30,000, right? Correct. Okay. So that was Ameritrade. So it'll turn into a Schwab account. Okay. So now this is your money. There's two things that you can think about. When you have the new 401k, right? Because you move the money out of your old plan. You're going to have a new 401k. It's going to be available to you next year, right? Correct. Do you know when that happens for you? Does it happen early in the year? Yes. I should be eligible as of January 1. 
Do you know who the um, the plan provider is? Do you know if it's like Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard? Do you have any idea about that? I, I am not sure on that yet. I definitely need to follow up. Okay. If it's like a big company like that, I might take that old Ameritrade account and roll it into the current plan. It'll just be easier for you to manage it. Sure. If not, and you end up with an, either an Ameritrade now Schwab investment account, it's very easy for you to allocate this. All you need to do is essentially take some of the money and put it into an index stock index fund and some other of the money and put it into a fixed income or bond market fund. That's it. Nothing more than that. I think the only reason that I'm thinking that it would be easier, better for you, um, or I would say more efficient for you to roll it into your current plan is that like, that's where you're going to be investing. You're going to be looking at it all the time. I mean, look, as I said, I'm not at all concerned that like there's something bad happening at Ameritrade now Schwab. It's just that it's easier to manage. So I think for you, what you want to try to do is start the process of regularly putting money into the account. You said you're going to put 3% in. See how that goes. Maybe you're making enough money and you're able to like float your cash flow. And now you can go up to 5% and 10%. I want you to slowly but surely, as you get on your feet, increase the amount of money that you're putting away. And that's going to be really based on your cash flow. It's going to be how you feel comfortable putting money away. That's the most important thing. I know you've been through a terrible, I mean, a divorce is really horrible financially and emotionally. It sounds like you're kind of getting your feet back on the ground and that's great. So I think it's easy for you to kind of take the approach of let's make this, I've gone through something horrible. Let's try to be efficient and let's make this methodical. Number one, the bank account, let's put some of the money in CDs just so I protect myself against these quarterly commission checks, right? So again, you're going to keep 25 or 30 grand in the savings account. The rest goes into a six and then a nine month CD. That's that. The kids accounts, we open, we, you open an account with the Texas college savings plan, one in each of the kids' names. You move the money into that was in their names, either in the Ameritrade accounts or any money market accounts or savings accounts, it all goes into these two 529 accounts for your eight-year-old and your 10-year-old. Done. For the IRA rollover, let's find out who the plan provider is of your current retirement account. Either roll the money into that current retirement account, or once it's the Schwab account, some money in it, maybe 60% in a stock. Maybe you're young, you're, set, you're only 41. So maybe you're going to put 65 or 70% in a stock index fund and the rest in a bond index fund. That's it. Then you're going to be putting 3% into your um, your new account at work. Six months from now, let's see how you're doing. Maybe that you can bump that to 5% and then 7% and then 10%. And then slowly but surely, you're going to rebuild. As you said, you're going to own this house outright in eight years. Your cash flow is going to be completely different and you're going to be really young. So it's just this rebuilding process is going to be a little bit tough, but you know, you've probably been through the tougher part of it, which is getting divorced. I would agree. <laughs> so um, if you need anything else, do not hesitate to give us a holler. And did you update all of your, um, your, your uh, will and all that stuff now that you're divorced? 
yes, ma'am, I have handled all of that. Um, it's quite a process. Getting Isn't the house, it? <laughs> getting the house in my name was was quite tedious as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that was that was a challenge, but <sighs> we're and and day by day, small steps. So yeah, uh, I. I get that. I get that. Um, all right. So let's call it a day and you get on to doing all of your, your paperwork. And we thank you so much for joining us. So if you, like Nicole, are going through a big life transition, birth, death, divorce, marriage, all these things are huge transitions and you need some help gathering your strength to what go, comes next, give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Write us that note and let us know if you'd like to come on the air. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Remember, Mark's bonus, his $1,000 bonus that I put it out on the table there. I think we were like, we needed like 300 people. Now we only need 120 people to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. So Mark gets an extra $1,000 from me and you can help him. He needs this money. He's spending money like crazy right now, obviously, because my birthday's coming up, so he's got to spend a lot of money. Anyway, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday, which we love. Okay, don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen and lift someone up. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.